Hello everyone! Welcome to Black Girl in the World. If you don't know me, you will. And if you do, welcome back to this podcast right here. Happy November to me! (laughs) I am your host and this is a fun show, so tune in to what's in store. Mm Mm-hmm. I brought y'all another episode of the podcast. I hope everyone is doing better than last week. My birthday was last month and I had so much fun. I did this cute little Soul Train theme party where I asked my friends and my parents if they could dress in 70s attire and they did amazing. I love it and I'm just so blessed to have so many people in my support system. I'm excited for what I have in store for this coming month of December and cannot wait for everything to play out in the best way. We will be discussing something very close to my heart today. This episode might get more personal than it has been. I know, how far can we get, right? (laughs) But I'm glad I have a platform to share it on. We will be discussing depression and how that has played a large part of my life at this current moment. According to the American Psychiatric Association, depression is a common and serious medical illness that negatively affects how you feel, the way you think, and how you act. Depression symptoms can vary from mild to severe and can include feeling sad or having a depressed mood, loss of interest or pleasure in activities once enjoyed, change in appetite, weight loss or gain unrelated to dieting, trouble sleeping or sleeping too much, feeling worthless or guilty, difficulty thinking, concentrating, or making decisions, and this list really goes on and on. And sometimes I see on social media that many would say, oh, sadness is depression, so I am depressed. Being sad is not the same as having depression. In major depression, feelings of worthlessness and self-loathing are actually common. Depression can run in families and it alters your brain and that can contribute to symptoms of depression. So in quotes of depression is deeper than just being sad. According, according, around my menstrual cycle, I get an overwhelming feeling of hopelessness and irritability, and it sometimes is deeper than just, leave me be, please, right? It's a mixture of, I want to choose violence, so step it up if you want to feel it. And also, I don't want to do anything, look at anyone right now. In fact, I'm not feeling this week at all. It's just not a good time for me and I want to be in bed, so wake me up in five days. All of those emotions in one cycle is a lot for a person. If you haven't experienced that, can you imagine? I have many breakdowns where I can't even talk about what I feel. I don't know what's going to come out my mouth. Maybe I start to become a recluse by acting weird and exuding negativity in the air. And yes, you can feel that energy if you really notice it. I have noticed myself doing that at least once a month around my menstrual cycle. It is not a good feeling. 
And I searched it up before writing this episode and noticed that it can be a couple reasons why that happens. I might be going through early menopause, symptoms of premenstrual syndrome, and anything else I searched up on the internet, but there are just so many things that affects us in this environment. I just feel myself changing, sometimes for the better, and other times I just, I don't really feel like myself, like, who am I? I don't usually act like this, scaring others and myself. Since my staycations abilities, I have given myself time away from home. I do it often because I was not used to leaving home anyway. I didn't go away for college, didn't go to sleepovers at friends' house, I just stayed home. So when I end up finding hotels where I can just be away from home, it somehow rewires my brain to just put me in a better mood. It's like I am refreshed to figure out what I need to do away from the people I love as if I'm living on my own and doing my own thing. It's fun, I'm telling you. And if you haven't tried it, try it. (laughs) I have to say, writing also puts me in the best mood. I used to be a pro at putting my feelings in a journal When I was angry, I'd write poems and that would be the end of it. I would read for countless hours and didn't care if it was morning time. I would write in my diary about my day and it was so much more than a crush sometimes. I put my thoughts on how I felt about school, my home life, and the fears of the future. I was a writer in the height of my feelings. And when I would go back, even a few weeks later, I would be surprised with how I wrote something. It was so vivid and clear cut and your girl was expressing herself. (laughs) I was driven to acknowledge just how intense my feelings were. I want to get back to that, you know? Being in tune with myself, even if that part of my life didn't acknowledge self-love all that well. That brings me to say, self-reflection is scary. (laughs) I've said this before and I'm going to say it again. Putting yourself in front of that mirror is hard. Not lashing out on the next person you see is hard. You being you and accepting that is hard. Just do what makes you feel good and what prompts you forward. Go back into your childhood and find what made you happy and what kept you out of trouble, you know? What activities do you have to think to make you who you are and how people perceive you? Writing. That's one activity I have to give thanks for. Thank you again for listening to this podcast. If you reach the end, blessings. (laughs) Rate, comment, share with your frenzies from the Enzies. Next episode, this podcast might have a different look. Who knows? I'll see you.